Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this day, Lord, for giving us your Son, that through him you would pour out your grace for the sake of your people. And Lord, we thank you this day for the strength that you give by that grace. We would ask this day that you break your words small, fit for our consumption. In your name we pray this. Amen. This week, as we continue on in our engaged series, past few weeks we have been going through the way that we are engaged in a conflict, and the way that this conflict is dangerous is through its subtleties. And we used the example in the first week of the way that a frog in a kettle enters in through cool water and then finds himself boiled alive as the temperature rises. And last week we focused in on the way that we are indeed not alone and that we are battle buddies as we engage in this conflict together. And that in that, the good deposit of faith that we have within us, that is given through the gift of holy baptism, is guarded by Christ himself. This week, I would invite you to turn to our second reading of the day from the New Testament book of 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verses 1 through 13. As Paul continues to write to this young pastor shepherding the people of God, he continues to offer encouragement that he is not alone and that as he engages in the ministry and the work that God has given him to do, that the struggles that he faces are not something that he does alone. And in fact, the strength that they have is by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Paul writes... And he calls upon Timothy to have precision in his life and ministry. In verses 3 through 4, he says, Share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. The title for the sermon today comes from one of my favorite movies, The Patriot. And I won't ask if you've seen it, because I will assume that almost everybody has, because it's awesome. (laughs) And in The Patriot, you have 
Mel Gibson's character, Benjamin Martin, and he fights hard to stay out of the Revolutionary War efforts as his fellow colonialists are trying to invite him in and actually draw upon his experience from previous engagements when he was a hero against the French. Until he is drawn in by the death of his son at the hands of a British officer. And as they take away his eldest son for treason against the king to be punished with the most grievous of capital punishments by execution and death, he rallies his two younger sons with him and they go off into the woods to liberate his son Gabriel from the British. And as he sets the boys up with their rifles, he reminds them, what have I taught you boys? Aim small, miss small. Aim small, miss small. As they fight against their brother's captors. In the same way today, Paul calls upon Timothy to have this level of precision in his life and ministry. In other words, don't be distracted by everything else that lies in the fray. Keep your focus fixed. So much so that he says, share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. In other words, as we are strengthened by grace in Christ Jesus, and in turn entrust the gift of grace to other faithful men and women to then bear witness in the same manner, there is to be a narrow, uncompromising vision for ministry, laser-focused on accomplishing the objective of Him who is over us in grace. Now it's worth noting here that Paul is speaking in terms of raising up men to be pastors within the church. And the way that we are applying this text today as we read it in our day is to recognize that this also applies broadly within ministry as well. As we are engaged in the subtleties of spiritual warfare, do not be distracted. It's easy to be distracted by politics, by the differences between generational worldviews and experience, or any other insecurity that inspires division 
and otherwise cultivates conflict. And you know what this looks like. Because these are the times when we feel compelled to defend God's honor. And we've spoken about this before as though we actually could. The God that speaks something out of nothing and creates everything from what was nothing before. And we take it upon ourselves to then speak as though we have authority on God's behalf. Or it looks different. The way that we do church isn't the same as when I was a kid, and it just, it's not right. And, you know, it makes me uncomfortable because of the music or the chairs instead of pews or the fact that we worship in a multi-purpose room or whatever it might be that somehow distracts us away from the reality that the church is a people. It is a body and that the gospel itself does not exist outside of flesh. But see, the way that the subtleties of spiritual warfare work against the people of God is that we get distracted. And then we get, as Paul would say, involved in civilian pursuits. This past week, excuse me, this past weekend, the board of directors for Alaska Mission for Christ spent time together with great intentionality, asking and discerning the question of what is our God dream being revealed through the Holy Spirit. In other words, what is the God-sized vision that he has given to Alaska Mission for Christ for ministry? To think beyond, well, you know, it would be really nice if, if, I, if we had all of the vehicles in AMC fixed and repaired and nobody had any issues with them. That's peanuts. But instead, it's asking questions like, what would it look like if there wasn't a budget constraint or if we could move mountains, which, by the way, the Bible says in faith you can. What would it look like if we actually had a God-sized vision for ministry? And see, that changes the game. Because then it allows us, as followers of Christ, to aim small and miss small. We're not trying to just throw something out there and see what sticks, and instead we actually believe that God does the impossible. And as Paul says, that we have strength by grace that is in Christ Jesus.
I would ask the same for you as an individual and for us as a congregation. And we're going to come back to this, so don't think that I'm asking it and it's just going to hang out there. But what is our God-sized vision for what He is doing through this ministry? Because this determines the steps that we take to get there. What becomes our target as we aim small and miss small? If our target is to cultivate a hub for contagious, gospel-oriented, grace-based community that speaks to the spirit of hospitality that is at the core of this body. Then this becomes a place where the broken all over our city have a place to belong and grow to then proclaim why. Aim small. Miss small. Paul reminds Timothy. He says, I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the Word of God is not bound. In other words, we are bound. We are held. But the Word of God, when God speaks, stuff happens. So much so that it speaks in Scripture and tells us that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. And then Paul goes to even greater lengths to further remind Timothy at the end of our reading that even if we are faithless, that He, God, remains faithful, for He cannot deny Himself. See, the way that Paul's ministry went wasn't the way that he expected. Paul had this idea that he was going to go out into Asia and God actually told him, time out, wait, not yet. It's not your time to cross into Asia and guess what, I've got other plans for you first. And out of that detour and delay, Timothy is raised up in the faith. Wrote in the newsletter for September the way that God puts delays within our life to allow us moments for pause, divine interruptions. opportunities to see the way that he focuses 
our sight and our vision. To be more narrowly focused upon the work that He has given us to do. So he tells Timothy, don't get involved with all of that other stuff. Don't worry about what the color of your carpet is going to be. Don't worry about what the paint on the walls looks like. Don't worry if people will show up. Just be about the business of God. Just be faithful. As we aim small and we miss small, and we engage in the subtleties of spiritual warfare and the conflict against an enemy that is always seeking to devour us, we have the hope and the confidence in knowing that God always gets the glory now and forevermore. Amen.